0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Tucker Milling. Join Andy Schneider, national spokesperson for the USDA APHIS Avian Health Program, editor-in-chief of Chicken Whisperer magazine, and author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, Chicken Factor, Chicken Poop, and Zero Waste Chicken Keeping, as he welcomes top poultry veterinarians, poultry scientists, and poultry nutritionists to discuss the hot topics in the poultry world today and provide science-based, fact-based, study-based information to help you raise the healthiest poultry possible. And now, here's your host, Andy Schneider.
2: All righty. Thank you so much for joining us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by our good friends, Tucker Milling. It's great to have you here, and we have a great show lined up for you. Make sure you have that pen and paper lined up, as you always do, All of our longtime Chicken Whisperer listeners have probably many, many spiral notebooks full of information from our expert guests over the 14 years we've been doing this podcast uh, regularly, and I just can't imagine some of the notes that have been taken throughout the years. Today is going to be no exception. We've got a great show with our good friend, poultry nutritionist, Dr. Curran Gehring, Ph.D., and he's going to be talking today all about Tucker Milling Fee, the choices we have as, um, you know, not just chicken owners, but we're going to hopefully towards the end also talk about uh, other species, like here on our homestead, we've had cows, goats, chickens, hogs, rabbits, turkeys, sheep, um, just an array of things, and I think we have all of those now but cows, uh, because they're in the freezer. But, um, and so those folks who keep chickens oftentimes,
0: and over the years we've
2: heard that, you know, uh, chickens are the gateway to other livestock. They start with chickens and then routinely seem to go to goats and then other things like that. But uh, Curran will also talk a little bit about um, other livestock feeds that they carry at Tucker Milling for a lot of us who listen to the show and keep chickens also have a livestock. So we're looking forward to that today, so make sure you have your notes ready. <clears throat> I want to cover something real quick. I posted, uh, and if you haven't seen it, I invite you to go check it out uh, earlier in the week. Uh, There's actually a couple of things, but one thing I want to address is um, over in Russia, <clears throat> they um, they have actually... Looked at banning backyard poultry um, due to the avian influenza, high path avian influenza that's taking place over there, um, and so that was interesting. I kind of, I didn't do a poll, but I actually posted the link to that, and then I said, "Hey, do you think that could happen here in the U.S.?" And basically, over there, that uh, movement, if you will, if you want to call it that about banning backyard poultry is actually being spearheaded by the commercial poultry industry over there. So I thought that was interesting. It was an interesting article. And, uh, uh I know I've talked with uh, poultry veterinarian, uh, Dr. Pateski on the show in depth about this and other experts like, uh, Dr. McCray, um, and, uh, even with Dr. Kern, we've talked a little bit about the, uh, high path avian influenza that's been taking place this year mm-hmm. and how, um, a lot of signals, uh, and you can go back and listen to our other podcast to get those signals, are pointing towards uh, possibly a really difficult fall and winter this year with high path uh, avian influenza. <laughs> um, from emails that I have received from folks that I've talked to in the industry, both commercial and even uh, backyard uh, chicken producers, uh, the CDC, things like that and so it's 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 really interesting to see how this is kind of getting geared up for even having a what they're expecting at the end of the day they are expecting a pretty tough and i hope we're surprised that we don't have a big deal at all with high path avian influenza this fall uh in the united states but it seems like based on all the information everybody's getting geared up for a really tough fall and winter about about this so um it's uh, uh, go go over there and take a look. It's on my Facebook page, and uh, you can sound off with your comments on what what you think about this issue. Um, I even got an email, and, I, and I'm not prepared yet to tell you who it was from, and I'm not even sure I want to go down this rabbit hole. But um, it was basically telling me about <clears throat> and wanting me to do a story on and research on and have experts on about high path with backyard flocks and commercial flocks and what the studies and actually what the data is showing based on number of, of infected, the number of death, number of recovery from the disease um, and, and things like that. And, and At the end of the day I'm not real sure I'm going to go down that rabbit hole because you know no matter what the results are you're not going to change anybody's mind on what they already think, whether it be the commercial industry, the backyard folks, the hobby farms, the organic poultry raisers. It's not going to matter. No matter what kind of uh, information we turn up, <clears throat> good, bad, ugly, uh, it's it's not going to change anybody's mind. And it would take a lot of effort to do that. It would it would it would shake the. What do you call it? Shake the boat a little bit, rock the boat a little bit, and you you might make some enemies doing that. But at the end of the day, are you really going to change anybody's mind? I mean, you have your opinion on, on that. The commercial folks have their opinion on it. The scientists have their opinion on it. And at the end of the day, regardless of what the results end up showing, based on all of their data put together from all these different areas, you're not going to change anybody's mind. Their mindset is just like anything else with social media. Uh, you're not going to change anybody's mind on their religious beliefs or their political beliefs or anything like that, and I, I would be no different. So, uh, but it's a great article. Go and check it out and, and leave your comments uh, on that. But uh, everything right now, including things I've talked with on the air, uh, and you've heard it from Dr. Peteski and others, you know, people seem to be gearing up behind the scenes for a really tough winter and fall uh, regarding avian influenza, <clears throat> so uh, and now Russia is, is, is uh, there's already a movement over there from the uh, commercial folks wanting to just ban backyard poultry, uh, but uh, the studies and the outcome and the numbers just don't really warrant that if you look at them closely. Um, so so it's it's interesting and everybody has their take on that, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to put the man hours into that and then uh, to end up not changing anybody's mind. Um, at the end of the day and then rocking the boat making people mad at me and, and doing that type of thing so so we'll see what happens but I wanted to share that with you uh, of course and it also follows the season where we start having and this will be the first one to start the season with Tucker Milling where we have our sponsors and even others who aren't sponsors uh, to come on the show uh, and uh, tell us about what's going on like for example I talked to Kevin over at Ideal Poultry uh, this week or last week and I was asking about things um about supply issues um feed costs with their breeder farms how much they're going to have to go up maybe this coming spring with their chick sales um and because of food costs supply chain issues how many more weeks they have to order boxes for shipping how much their shipping has gone up all that kind of stuff which i think would be fascinating for one of the shows so but follows the time of year we bring on our sponsors and others to just get an idea of what they're doing, uh, what's changed, a lot of, you know, in their business, what they're going to be offering, any different breeds they're going to be offering, any different products. Uh, Brent Seale will be on talking about uh, their incubators and and new incubators they have in the the works for technology coming out. We'll have Stromberg's on talking about new products for backyard poultry, uh, whether it be for processing or coops or waterers or feeders. So we're kind of starting to fall off like we always do talking with a lot of companies and our sponsors of course will be first and then others in the in the backyard poultry industry to come on and tell us what's new what's going on what kind of changes have been going on you know uh, post-covid with uh cost inflation availability of supplies and how that's affecting and trickling down to us the consumer so i'm really excited about the fall and some of the shows we have coming up uh, as well as we've already started working on the winter issue of chicken whisperer magazine so it's going to be a fantastic issue I'm excited about that. And if you happen to miss it, one of the big articles in the fall edition of Chicken Whisper Magazine was the study that just came out at Auburn University based on pumpkin seeds being an all-natural dewormer for chickens. Uh, that was debunked. We've been saying nada for over 15 15- and now, even though there's really plenty of studies out there, if you go to Google Scholar and search that, pumpkin seeds and poultry, uh, there's already been plenty of data out there, or data, depending on how scientific you want to be, and how many letters you have after your name, data, or data, <laughs> um, that, that show that they are not, but now we have something Uh, from Auburn University,
3: most recent,
2: that has come out uh, as well. So, you know, take a look at that in the uh, uh, fall issue. No, it was the, yeah, fall issue of Chicken Whisperer Magazine, which is out. We're now working on the winter issue. So what I'm going to do right now is give you time to go get a spiral notebook and paper and and take a bathroom break, get your favorite snack, and then come back, and uh, we're going to go to commercial break, and I'm going to bring on Dr. Curran Gehring, poultry nutritionist over at Tucker Milling. He's going to start our fall uh, series uh, talking with our sponsors and other companies in the backyard poultry world about, you know, um, <clears throat> kind of what to, uh, what, what, what kind of changes they're having, what to expect, and all about their products and things like that. And Dr. Kern's going to talk about that. Tucker Milling Feed today, uh, what sets it apart from the other feed companies, and why I've been using it for probably close to three years now, and, um, and then other livestock species as well. So stay with us. It's going to be a great show, and we'll be back right after this short break.
0: Enter the coupon code Whisper at checkout and receive 10% off your entire order. Order your new incubator today at brensea.com. That's b-r-i-n-s-e-a.com.
1: Are you dealing with a stinky coop or brooder? Backyard chicken owners are loving Chickfresh. Not only does it eliminate the nasty odors, but it also eliminates the dangerous and unhealthy ammonia. You can use Chick fresh in your coop, brooder, garbage can, litter boxes, and more. Even use it in your spouse's smelly shoes. Get your bottle 15% off today by going to coopcarespecial.com. Take back control and say no to nasty odors.
0: Stromberg should be on the top of your list when it's time to order your new day-old baby chicks and poultry supplies. Order online today at Stromberg'sChickens.com. That's Stromberg'sChickens.com. Metzer Farms is now hatching and shipping the premier egg layer. This girl is consistently laying jumbo eggs with a higher nutrient density and lower water content than your eggs now. She is an extremely hardy bird and the most heat and cold-tolerant egg layer available, allowing for year-round outdoor production. An eggshell unmatched in sturdiness and thickness, making cracks a thing of the past. Increase your health and double your egg profits. Of course, we're talking about ducks. Duck eggs are revered by chefs for their succulent flavor and by bakers for being the better baking egg. Learn more about this extraordinary duck the Golden 300, or any of our other 35-plus breeds of ducks and geese at MetzerFarms.com and order your next flock from us.
1: Strong Animals uses plant-based products and natural approaches to promote the health and vitality of backyard flocks. Our daily snacks, water additives, and Coop refresher products contain organic essential oils, prebiotics, and other natural ingredients to promote digestive health and immunity. Give your chicks and chickens what they need to thrive with Strong Animals products. Available at local farm stores across the country and Amazon. Visit GetStrongAnimals.com today to learn more. And now we return to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer with your host, Andy Schneider. All right. Thank you very much for staying with us today. And uh, the
2: commercials are done for the entire podcast. I've started kind of just running them all at the beginning and uh, getting them out of the way. And then that way, if people leave halfway through the show for time restraints, they still get uh, the benefit of hearing all about our wonderful sponsors that have kept the show on the air for 14 years Um, and then also... It lets us focus on the topic at hand, of course, which means it's now time to bring on our good friend, Dr. Curran Gehring, PhD, poultry nutritionist with Tucker Feed, and we're going to be talking all about their products. Of course, starting with poultry, because that's what this show is all about, and then easing into other things like maybe rabbits, maybe game birds, turkeys, uh, even if we have time, going into um, cattle and swine and different things like that, and I will lead this off uh, not The long version, but the short version of uh, how I got introduced to Tucker. Many of our new listeners have not heard this before. Many of our old listeners have heard it probably several times. And the fact was that I have been sponsored uh, over the last 15 years by some different feed companies. And uh, through that, I fed their feed. I was currently sponsored by a particular feed company when we were having supply issues trying to get me the, the sponsor's feed. Um, delivered in a timely manner, and then I would routinely run out. So I was uh, really at the will of whatever my local stores carried to feed my livestock here, and that includes my chickens. At the time, it was cows and goats and pigs and turkeys and everything, so many things different here. And so I took the advantage of that unfortunate situation and just started literally buying all the feed that was available to me within a 30-minute drive from all the different, whether it be a mom-and-pop or a chain store or whatever it may be, and I was utilizing those foods. And this took place over a period of probably two years, um, at least 18 months. And I would feed, and then I would see the results, good, bad, ugly. And throughout the entire time, Uh, everything kept pointing back to the tucker milling that i was buying number one is a a very affordable price point number two i was seeing positive results um and and mainly not negative results there was some poultry feed that i purchased at the feed dealer that's closest to me was getting absolutely horrid results and i don't I'll never buy that food ever again. Um, And I also tell other folks to never buy that food ever again. (coughs) But um, so it, it ended up being that out of all these different feeds that were available to me, and I was still sponsored by a feed sponsor, we were just having issues getting me that particular brand feed. And every feed sponsor I had for 14, 15 years ended up reaching out to me. Hey, we like what you're doing. We like your approach. Science based, fact based, study based. Would you consider, you know, having us as a sponsor? We'll provide your feed, and you can then tell everybody how great our feed is, and we'll pay you money for that. Nobody, you know, it's no secret how sponsorships work. Um, and so, Tucker Millen is actually the first feed company I've ever had in 15 years that didn't come approach me. Um, in fact, some people at Tucker Millen hadn't even heard of me. I reached out to them based on the results that I saw here on my farm using their product just like you and anybody else as a consumer who loves their livestock and and has their animals and reached out to them and said, hey, here's my results. This is what I do. This is who I am. I would really like to work together with you, Uh, not knowing if it would work out or not. And here we are probably three years this spring and uh, just happy as a lark, and everything's been great and I'm still feeding the Tucker Milling, all of our species here, and I actually scan my debit card. I have a sponsorship with Tucker Milling, but I have when I go to the feed store, I pay for that feed. That feed doesn't come out of sponsorship. That feed doesn't come out of this. I actually do my debit card or pay cash for the feed that I have right here on my feed. I don't go to Tucker Milling. They don't load my truck up with free feed, and I bring it back here. I pay out of pocket for my feed, uh, which I also think – shares a lot being that they're the first feed company that hasn't come to me saying hey here's money brag about our feed Uh, I went to them based on the results all here and the fact that I still personally even though I'm sponsored I think it says a lot still pay out of pocket for my every tickle I can tell you the receipts (laughs) when I go into the store and scan my debit card so um, to buy who knows how much feed for all the animals we have So that's my story about how I've gotten involved with Tucker, and I'm still seeing the great results, and I'm still enjoying the bottom line when I look at my debit card, (laughs) when I see how much I spent based on all the other feeds that are available to me that I've tried in the past that I didn't like. Um, So why would I pay a lot more for them, even up to $10 a bag more, for the feed that I actually use from Tucker Milling? So uh, now even new folks know about this story, and I think it speaks volumes. Now we're going to talk to Kern about what feeds are available whether you show birds or you're into game fowl or turkeys or chickens or what kind of chickens if you're in for laying chickens do you want meat chickens and then why I was seeing all these great results about using their feed versus maybe some of the other companies and how you can too if it's available for area and then we'll get into maybe some other animals if we have time so Dr. Curran thank you so much for joining us today it's a pleasure to have you on
3: Oh, thank you for having me, Andy. I'm glad to Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's good to, uh, to, yeah, me too, me too. It's always great, you know, it's, I-, I like it now, and I've always liked it 14 years strong, but it's so great to have uh, a-, a diverse line of experts. You know, we got, you know, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Bridget McCray, who's a poultry scientist, Dr. Pateski who's the veterinarian side, we have you that's the nutritionist side, you know, it's like, all these different aspects, because oftentimes we'll have Dr. Podesky say, well, hey, I'm not a nutritionist, but this is you know, my opinion. And same with Dr. Pace. He's like, I'm not a veterinarian, but here's my opinion. So it's great to have all of the guys on that, uh, <clears throat> that have their expertise in the field. We can capitalize on that, and you happen to be our nutritionist for multi-species, but, uh, of course, chickens. And, and people don't maybe not realize, here's Dr. Curran Gearing on the radio show. You're listening to him live now, and he's responsible with actually developing and designing the feed that you use if you're buying Tucker Millen. He's, let, he's figuring out how much of this, how much of that, how it goes in there, how it's produced, um, and all of that information. And he's available via email or even a phone call if you have, you know, within reason. If you have questions about their feed, you can actually talk to this person. And I even challenge you to try to do that with some of these other companies that are out there um, <clears throat> that you may be buying feed from and that can tell you this is why this is in there. This is why that's not in there. This is why it's important. And if you go back and listen to all our shows, folks, for the, all this year when Dr. Uh, Gehring's on and you'll hear about, you know, it's just an amazing show, so we're so glad to have you and fortunate to have you on uh, every single month and have you actually write for the magazine as well. So this is this is your time to shine, my friend. This is like, hey, I get to come on here and literally, <laughs> with a humble heart, <laughs> brag about my feed, Tucker Milling feed, and, and how awesome it is and really what's available <laughs> for the different. Because I, I still, um, I'll face it, and, and everybody knows it's honesty on the show all day long. I'm a cheapskate, and I feed the 16%. I get great results with that. I'm getting great eggs with that. My chickens are healthy. That's all I've, you know, we've talked about it. We've really pushed the 22% when I first started her, and I know sales went up uh, because of that and other things. And I know it is extremely uh, <coughs> uh, poultry feed, the lay of pellets, and people absolutely love it. It's a little bit more. I'm I'm a cheapster. Uh, In fact, my son is now going to a school that's very, very, very expensive to specialize in in some things that he needs. And so I'm probably even more of a cheap steak now in in my life. But but I'm getting great results for that. I've always fed it. Um, And then there's Things for folks that do shows. I don't get into showing. I do not have time to show bird. But there's you got a special line for that. So I so the listeners know I use the same percent, and uh, that that saves me money. I'm getting good results. I like the outcome of, of what I'm seeing with that. But a lot of people just hey man, I love the twenty two percent, and I know that's a hot seller for you guys. And then you can get into kind of show, show stuff as well. I just wanted to let people know regarding that as well that I'm a sixteen percent guy um and that's what I use with tucker milling for various reasons but let's let's start off wherever you want to start off with the poultry line
3: yeah, so you know that that sixteen percent formula is uh you know it's it's really good We actually have three products that are all the same uh same formula or recipe it's our sixteen uh, percent mini pellets uh pellets or crumbles. And and those are all going to be layer feeds, and the uh, 16% layer um, mini pellets have now uh, just finally overtaken our our 22% pellets. So, um, you know, it, it, those all three forms have just really been growing, uh, and and are you know going to be, uh, I th- I think you know really good for probably the majority of of people out there and. And you know when it when we're choosing our our feed you know it it really just depends on uh you know what your goals are and so you know we, those are kind of our our regular or you know normal layer feed um then we also have the show flock line that, you know kind of we'll talk about the details of that a little more in a, in a bit, but we have the 17% uh, protein or 22% protein uh, show flock layer feeds. Um, and then we have a farm crest layer feed that's a 16%, and that's, um, you know, more of the uh, economy line. And so it, it really just depends on, um, you know, what what your goals are with your birds. You know, somebody who has, uh, you know, 10 or 15 hens because they, they you know, love having uh you know there's birds on their on their property on their farm uh but you know they don't eat eggs very much and and you know they don't need birds to lay every day then they you know they may not need the the show flock but then somebody who uh who eats eggs every day you know and and their uh their family loves eggs and they love giving eggs to their friends or selling them uh you know they may want uh, you know the the highest egg production that they can get, and then you know then the the farm crest layer you, you know wouldn't make uh, the most sense in that case, and and possibly not even the the normal sixteen uh, percent mini pellets pellets or crumbles. Um, so you know I, that's what I would uh, you know just say to anybody who's trying to to choose a, a product is. Is you know how many eggs do you want to get, and um, you know, and then how important uh, is it that you get the maximum number of eggs, or do you just want a lot, or does it not really matter? And that's uh, that's how I'd make that decision. But you know, did, you know, we talked a little bit about the uh, the sixteen percent in the three forms, um, and then. To go along with that for the uh for the chicks we've got uh a medicated chick starter and a chick starter plus which is non medicated and both of those are going to be eighteen uh, percent uh, crude protein mm-hmm. um, and, and then we have in the show flock line a twenty one percent starter and so you know this again gets to uh, you know how how fast do you want them to grow? How efficiently do you want them to grow? Um, for mm-hmm. a lot of people, the eighteen percent is is uh, you know just fine, but they're not going to have the the efficiency and the the feed conversion uh, that you're going to get on the the twenty one percent. And so it's going to take more feed to uh, to get the same amount of. Body weight gain and actually be more expensive, even though the eighteen percent is going to be a cheaper option.
2: Yeah, I know you've talked about that several times, and you've got the study to prove it, where um, the feed conversion was much less. I mean, they were ended up eating less feed on that higher quality feed, um, and, uh, and and that, that's amazing. We've talked about that several times uh, since you have been on, um, and then I'm, like I said, I still kind of fall suit and. Probably a lot of people that just uh, just give me the 16% and let me roll. And um, I, I would, you know, if I had the time to, to try to do that here and see based on, you know, how many bags of feed we use a month, based on the number of chickens we have, and, and then switched and made the switch and paid the extra, I would be all over that. But I just, oh, my gosh, i stayed stay so busy. And wouldn't even have time to do that correctly. So uh, again, we look at your your data, our data, <laughs> yeah. on that, and, yeah. um, and 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 trust that uh, for that for that reason. Um, yeah, but yeah, so you, that's perfect.
3: And you know, and I think the same thing goes, you know, with the the layer feed. So if you look at the difference between the the 17% uh, show flock layer. Um, we call it show flock Layer seventeen, uh, versus the sixteen percent uh layer mini pellets. Uh the you know, the first ingredient in the sixteen percent layer is going to be uh wheat middlings, Uh right. which is fine. I I think we get, you know, great production and um, in, in health because we, we also include a uh, you know, an an enzyme that breaks down those uh those indigestible fibers uh, and releases energy, but the, uh, the show flock layer 17 is going to be much closer to a, a commercial type diet. So, you know, I would guess that you're going to get better feed conversion in terms of, you know, pounds of seed per dozen eggs on the show flock, but it's, uh, it's fairly, I have several options on, on, uh, you know, growing chicks and, and doing studies or meat birds, um, not so much with layers. So if there's anyone out there that could separate two groups of layers and feed them two different feeds, you know, uh, send uh, Andy an email or, or call us, and uh, I'd, I'd love to do the same thing with with some of the layer feeds and and see if if we get a you know a feed conversion difference there.
2: Absolutely. Even on, you know, six or eight chickens, which so many people across the country, again, the backyarders that live in the neighborhoods and the towns, um, six or eight chickens, um, is, is a lot of sales for a lot of the, the feed companies, and there's just a lot of those folks that have that number, you know, six to 12. We all know about chicken math. They end up with 50. But there's still a lot of people that have okay. that six to, t- six to 12 number. And that would be good to, to realize, too, because, uh, let's face it, we, people care about their chickens. They're their pets in a lot of cases. And we've talked about, you know, maybe, in fact, it just came up um, within the last week. I was reading a post in one of the chicken forums about, you know, hey, what do you all do when your chickens stop laying? And there were so many posts about, well, by that time, these chickens are all named. They're a part of our family. We're obviously not going to eat them. We're just going to let them live their life out here, and that's fine. But, you know, they, they may not may not need <clears throat> If they're not laying anymore. Maybe a higher protein feed, so you could maybe save some money on on that. If it's a mixed flock, then you have those challenges. And Dr. McCray and yourself, we've talked many a times about the the uh, challenges of having a, a mixed flock uh, from mm-hmm. you know chicks to sixteen weeks old to four years old and, and that type of thing. We've, we've we've talked about that on on your on your uh, podcast before when you're on, but that might be an option for folks that just have the the um, retirement flock <laughs> per se that have yeah. gone through that have gone through what we call in the chicken world henna pause h-e-n henna pause they're not laying anymore and um but they're still a part of the family so they may be able to you know what i can i'm not concerned about egg production so maybe i can go down to a 16% if they want to do that or have that option since eggs is not an issue like i said we've sold the restaurants before where eggs was an issue now we just kind of have our drive-by uh customers and and for us so egg production, with the number of birds we have and the number of customers, not so much an issue. We're meeting that need. Uh, fine. <clears throat> um, how is the uh, – not to jump the gun, but um, the the 22 percent – I remember a couple of years ago, that was one of the things that we, we wanted to push when I first, first joined up with you guys. And I know it was – the sales went, went crazy. And um, – is that the 22% how, – how is it coming along after a couple of three years of kind of kinda introducing that and, and pushing that? Is this still – I mean, the, the store seems to be like it's still a pretty hot seller.
3: Oh, yeah. It's, it's still – I think it, it, it's, it might be in our top five. I mean, it is, it's definitely top ten. Um, it, it had been our number one layer feed forever. Right. Um, and it's been, it's still, it's still growing at a very high rate in sales.
2: And I think that's because, no, I think that's because, and it's still today, and it was the same, I don't know, at least 15, probably 15 to 20 years ago. You know, people still are in that mentality. Again, go listen to our episodes, folks, with Dr. Gehring, because we addressed all this. People still are in the mindset that protein is king. Protein is king. And they see that 22%, and they're like, that's what I want, 22%. That's the bomb, and that's what I want for, for my flock, without having to go to like a game burger, <laughs> which, we've, sorry about that, which we mm-hmm. agree that may, at 28% or whatever it is may be way too much for our, our layers um, and can cause some issues. But I think since, since still today protein seems to be king, at least in people's thought process, that that will probably continue to be a fantastic seller.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think for a, for a long time it was uh you know, despite having the, the you know, really high protein level, it was uh everything else about it was the the closest to a you know, commercial diet compared with with everything else that we offer. Um, you know, now though we have the Layer 17 and you know, I don't I don't know, you know, what Either one retails for um, mm-hmm. at the feed store, but the the layer 17 is probably going to be just a little bit cheaper or the same price, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would guess, and and it's on the same level. So, you know, if if someone's you know looking for that level of production, and you know, I would personally <laughs> recommend the, the 17 over the 22, but um, but yeah, we we sell a lot of the 22. It it really mm-hmm. works for a lot of people.
2: Now, we're getting into fall, and um, we've, we've, for lack of a better term, beat this dead horse many a times over the last 15 years on the show. Um, I personally do not a thing different year-round, for the most part, with our flock, and that includes adding protein when they go through the molt, which is, again, a natural process that they have occurred for, you know, thousands of years as chickens without human intervention. And we've done articles after articles about, you know, the risk of too much protein, and, and and especially giving cat food and things like that to chickens to try to increase their protein, and so so hopefully we've educated the mass numbers about hey, just because they're going through the molt does not mean by any stretch of the imagination you need to start giving game bird starter for your chick or, or or cat food to up their protein, but if, if folks out there are still in the mindset of and just can't because it's just been for whatever reason gone viral and implanted in our brain that when they start molting we have to increase protein um, let's say i'm giving sixteen percent and and I'm, i've been brainwashed to say hey i need to give extra protein when they molt um, based on the formula between the sixteen percent and the twenty two percent um... if i switch during the molt which let's say i, bag a ba- I buy a bag or two bags, depending on the flock size, for six weeks to two months while they're molting. Is that formula close enough, other than just the protein amount, that when I change that up, it's not going to create any drastic problems? Like, oh, they're not going to like it. I mean, it's still going to taste the same, look the same. You know, for most part, everything go ingredients the same, maybe except for the protein content. Uh, so if they wanted to say, oh, you know what, when they're molting, so I'm still in that mindset. <laughs> of I need to give protein mm-hmm. during the molt, feeding a 16%, they can go in and buy a couple of bags of 22% to get them through the molt if they still think that that's what they want to do. And then that that's, that, Was well, that going to be okay? Is was not going to be a big change, you know, that the birds are going to notice?
3: Yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I think they're, they're going to be, you know, fairly sim, uh, similar, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm taking a look at them right now, but I, you know, I think the the biggest difference is, is uh, you know, going to be a little shift in, in corn-soybean meal. You know, right. a little bit more big meal in the 22 probably um, for the protein. But, yeah, other than that, they're going to have, uh, you know, a very similar list of ingredients.
2: So that, that may be an option. And I actually know there's a feed-out that's sold in some of the big-box stores that the company kind of designs them and has labeled them to be for, quote, the molt, quote, feather production. And when I was looking at those very closely when they first came out, it literally is 1% difference in in the protein versus what everybody's probably already feeding and the extra dollars they're going to spend for this special labeled feed It had 1% more protein. So maybe if they didn't want to go up to the 22%, But they still feel in their beliefs that they want to increase it a little bit during the molt; that they could go to that seventeen percent that you were talking about.
3: Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I mean that that's definitely an option. um, You know, I I just wonder if you know kind of where that that idea got started is. You know, when you look at commercial uh, egg production, Mm -hmm. uh, you 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 look at a, a bird that's. Just coming into production, you know eighteen nineteen weeks of age, and um as she goes into peak, you know her feed intake's not as high as it's gonna be, um so you have a more and then obviously she's gonna start laying the most eggs that she's ever gonna lay mm-hmm. and so you know you do have a a more dense diet uh early on mm-hmm. uh so you know higher amino acid density, higher energy um. But then, when you come out of in a flock that's molted, you know, coming out of the molt, you have a very similar diet as you would going into uh, into production in the first cycle, and because that that process kind of starts over again, and so it's it's not really that you have more protein, uh, you know, at the beginning or or. Um, second cycle after after molting it's that you have the most and then you know you'd typically be changing the formula every few weeks and decreasing your nutrient density as the you know bird doesn't need as much and actually consumes more feed uh, every day so you know you you may have a, a higher protein diet but it's it's not that you're just adding more protein because you need it right then. It's it's that you're not going to feed that same diet all the way through because you don't need it later on. Um, but we don't have that uh, you know luxury really in, in with backyard birds because we don't have a hundred different formulas to choose from that all you know differ by five percent in amino acid density and, and energy and all that. Um, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that there's, you know, probably going to be much benefit to adding a whole lot, especially not a lot of protein. Um, you know, maybe going from, say, the sixteen percent layer um, to that right. show flock seventeen, uh, you know, you 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 are going to get. A bump in energy and amino acid density, so that that might be good, um, you know, going into production or coming out of a molt uh, until until egg production peaks again and starts coming down. Um, but you know, feeding the the levels of protein that people think they need uh, just it doesn't really make sense, now, like we've talked about a lot of times.
2: Right, right, absolutely. I'm at the website now, folks you can you can log on right now as well. <clears throat> while you're listening to the show live, or if you're listening to the uh, podcast later, um, and just go to tuckermelling.com, dot com and uh, you can see and then just click products and then hit uh, poultry and then you can see the show flock <clears throat> and now the twenty two percent is a part of the show flock kind of series or brand. Um, I, I noticed because I was looking for it and I thought it was separate for a yeah. while. Um, yeah. But now it's included in the show flock, which I see, which also the 17%, the developer and the starter. And then, um, of course, the 16% that I use that comes in the pellets, the cumbles, or the mini pellet, And then, of course, the, the starter feed there as well. Um, so you can see all that on online. And then also I noticed that, and I'm sure you'll get to this in a minute, um, you've got a cutting edge line, um, and then of course conditioner maintenance and some scratch that they can choose from. But also we can talk about, when you're ready, the Nature Crest, which is GMO free. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is it's not, and I may be wrong here organic but it is non GMO. So whenever you're ready, we'll definitely want to get that into there because of course we have lots of listeners that yep. do non GMO or or organic or both. And um so we can talk about that a little bit as well when you're ready. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, I'd love to. Um yeah the Nature Crest line is uh I mean one of our fastest growing product lines uh, of of anything that we make. Uh, mm-hmm. we've got a Chick starter and a sixteen yep. percent layer. And um, and then there's also a swine feed um, and a multi-species feed. We used that in
2: the swine feed
3: here uh, on the homestead before. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you know one one thing that a lot of people don't know about the Nature Crest is, um, you know, over the the past couple of years when we came out with the show flock line, um, you know, we really wanted to make our Nature Crest uh, poultry feed. On the same level, in terms of the the quality and the the uh, the way that they're formulated and the additives in, that are in it uh, for health and and uh, immunity and and production and and so you know I, I tweaked it over time to where um, I think they're they're really on the same level and uh, and and like you said they're you know the Nature Crest is not organic we don't do any uh, any organic production but and they're and, you know they're not uh gmo project verified we don't do all the you know testing and, and and all that um we just use either ingredients that you know grains and and products that don't have genetically modified uh variants uh, mm-hmm. or in some cases like uh alfalfa that we have in our uh I forgot rabbit feed so that ones is, you yep, know, yep. Uh, we use a the Nature's Crest Rapids. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so in that case we get uh, you know verification from our supplier that it's a non GMO variant.
2: Correct. And it's and, and even your Nature's Crest six way scratch here uh looks to be GMO. Non gmo I mean non GMO, GMO free. Um for, for yeah. scratch grades. Yeah. And so I I'm trying to think if I've ever seen I mean I'm sure I have, but just walking through some of the big box stores and whatnot, you know, and, and even my local stores other than my one local store where I buy most of my feed, they carry the nature crest. And I know we have it for our rabbit and we have had it for our hogs before when they ran out of our regular hog feed that you have. But even when Jen came home, mm-hmm. I think she, I think even as recent as uh, within the last six weeks came in and said they were out of the, uh, the regular tucker milling hog swine feed, but they gave me the nature quest for the same price, and say we 're out as a courtesy, but she said when she was looking at it, it was not a uh, shock, oh my gosh, I'm having a heart attack price on the nature quest versus what we were buying already. I mean it, it was very, very reasonable. I mean she, I think she said it looked like it was maybe two dollars a more bag or you know something like that. Um, Versus something you would see, which would be way, you know, oh my gosh, my eyes are bulging out of my head because of this price difference. So I think that's fantastic too, because somebody who wanted and was interested and had the beliefs about feeding non-GMO to their animals (coughs) can do so with the Nature Crest line and still not break the bank.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We think it's the the best value that you can find. No. you know, there there may be others that that have the the project verified symbol and you know have somebody that does you know, nothing but but testing samples and and you know multiple other layers of of uh, you know control, uh, but but a seed like that's going to cost many many dollars a bag more. Um, so you know we we think we're we're we'll probably the one of the only options that you know it it is GMO free to the, the best of our knowledge uh we we you know put a lot of work into uh you know researching the ingredients that that we use and making sure that they're either you know is not a GMO variety that's that's commercially available or that we get uh you know assurances from our suppliers and uh, you yeah, know and, and and so, you know, we're we're very confident that they're GMO free feeds and and uh you know, are gonna give great results and 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 we can offer the the probably the best value um on the market we think.
2: You know, I'm looking at the sixteen percent ingredients and you can see this folks at their website. There's nothing to hide here. Their ingredients is right on their website when you click on that bag. And even the 16% layer, which I go in because I'm looking at that price point because I'm buying so much, I'm getting great results out of it, and these are things I'm going to read some things that are in here that most people would think, oh, well I've got to spend $25 a bag to get these things in my feed when I'm not spending anywhere near that I mean, we're talking maybe $10 less per bag than that um, for the 16% and, and I'm still looking at You know, anise, uh, cinnamon, thyme, garlic, essential oil, clove, but essential oil, oregano, essential oil, ginger, essential oil. Um, And I'm looking at that thing, and, and, and back in the day, that was, number one, not even heard of, but then if it was added then it was posted all over the bag to get you to buy it. And then it would be like these feeds that are, you know, $10 more per bag than what you're, you you know, you're wanting to spend. But here is just the 16% Tucker milling feed. I'm reading the ingredients and and that's in there because that's people like to hear those things. Um, because that may be important to them. they may be adding this anyway, uh, in addition to say their feed, um, for those that have the pet chickens and just, Oh my gosh, I have to give them a fresh oregano. Um, but I want, you know, go go to their website and look. This is just their 60% layer pellet, and it's in there. The vitamins A, D3, E, B12, um, and then all the all the uh, really requirements like the thiamine and the, um, <clears throat> uh, where was it, all these things that, that I know there, lysine and methionine, all that stuff. Um, but a lot of times people may not realize that even at this price point, it's got all those essential oils in there, the cinnamon, the thyme, um, that a lot of them are looking for in in a feed. And that surprises a lot of people at that price point.
3: Yeah. And, and that's, you know, probably where I, I I messed up, but, you know, uh, you know, like you said, a lot of those things are not just in the show flock. They're, they're in the the regular poultry feed that we sell. Um, And, and we don't have different amounts. It's not like the the show flock has twice as much, uh, you know, the, any of those those items that you mentioned, um, you know, if they're in there because they're at the manufacturer's recommended level. That's that, where research mm-hmm. is demonstrated in effect, and and it's at, at that amount. And you know, regardless of the product or product line um, that they're in.
2: Right. So, you've got the the show flock uh, branding, if you will, and so. pardon me i'm getting over a cold so i'm trying not to hit the cough button when i cough but um so so i can see um where you know a lot of people hey if you haven't been to apa aba show i encourage you to do so it's pretty fascinating um we used to cover those a lot early in my day doing the podcasts and whatnot ohio national and things like that um so show flock you know you'll probably have a lot of show folks that use that or, again, the folks that they see the price point, they look at it, they look at the the colorful bag, the advertising on the bag, and that's, you know, you may have the certain consumer that's that's headed for that. And, they, and let's face it, we've talked about this on the show. I've seen it a million times if I've seen it once when I'm hanging out at the feed store. Somebody comes in and say, I want the cheapest bag of chicken pellets you got. You know, I mean, let's face it. People will go in and they will mm-hmm. say that exact same thing, <clears throat> and then and then so, in this case, you know, um, it might be that sixteen percent. But guess what? They're still getting those essential oils, the cinnamon, the thyme, the you know, because hey, today, well, today, you know, I've got this brand of feed for twenty five dollars a bag, or I've got hey, this Tucker Mill and sixteen percent for uh, you know fourteen forty nine, and yeah, that's what I want. Whatever's the cheapest. But yet they're still getting all these things that they might not even realize because they're not a label reader that's going to benefit their, their flock at that, at that price point. Um, you've got the GMO line, we've talked non-GMO line that we've talked about, mm-hmm. um, that I know we've used for our rabbits and our hogs here before. And then um, the 16 percent, the medicated, the non-medicated starter, um, three different types of layer at that basic, the pellets, the mini pellets, and then, the, of course, the crumbles. But underneath, I see Flock Supplements, and um, I see this Starter Booster Pellets, and I see the, I see the design of, a bag, of the bag, and I'm like, <laughs> being in the industry for so long, I look at that bag, and I'm thinking, oh, that looks an awful lot like blank, blank, blank. And so this might be Tucker Milling's kind of version of that other product that's been out there for 100 years or however long. And this is just kind of a, a supplement, multi-species. So I'm understanding that,
3: yeah. like,
2: you know, the horse, even my flock, my chickens, um, even if they're molting, and I want to go this route versus changing their feed up, uh, I might even can mix some of this in versus going to – this is something that I'm guessing is mixed in as a supplement, not just I'm going to fill their feeder with this. But I think we need to cover this too right. because – um the Starter Booster multi-species Performance Supplement, and anybody out there that's been in uh, livestock for any length of time, they'll see this bag, and they'll immediately think of another product, Um, at least I did, and I'm like, oh, I know exactly what this is, and I know that this can be used across the board with so many species. You can name them if you like, and tell us where we might be able to utilize this. Uh, Even here on my farm, where again we have the hogs and the turkeys and the chickens and the sheep and the goats and things like that uh and this may not be for sheep and goats it may have that ingredient which i forget that what is it sheep they can't have but anyway tell yeah, us about think, the starter booster multi species
3: yeah um so yeah i think it's i think it's all species but sheep because um, right. i, I right. think it does have added copper
2: yeah, I mentioned, um, yeah, that's why I mentioned that because I'm like, if I, memory serves, yep. it's been a while since I was I had used a product or a product like this, and I thought it, that's why I said except for maybe sheep because uh, for some reason that popped into my brain. It's funny how things we remember and don't remember, yeah. but that popped in there. So yep, okay.
3: But yeah, and it you know like you said on the front of the bag, it's got a picture of of all the different animals uh, and. Uh, you know, half of the, the back of the bag is the feeding instructions, and I think it goes all yeah. the way from scoops to tablespoons for for the rabbit. Yeah. Or, or kids. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, like you said, it, there's a, a product out there that's a, a great product, and, I, you know, I, I have no problem saying, mentioning the name. It's just up to you. But that, uh, you can
2: you can do it when I when I looked at the bag, you know that's the first thing that I that I thought of, and I was like, oh. Yeah. But it's been around for I don't know how many hundred years or longer that other product, so it's just kind yeah. of ingrained as a label. But yeah, you can you can mention it if you like.
3: Yeah, so it's uh, calf Mana, um, right? Right. Which, you know, a lot of people have used or or have heard of, uh, at least, and and which is a, a great product. Uh, but you know, we just wanted to have something that. Uh, you know, that, that we we feel like starter booster is is calf mana but, but better, and uh, has some things that calf doesn't have. And uh,
2: and I'm going to so, go out on a limb you know, here. I'll go out on a, I'll go out on a limb, mm-hmm. and I do not know this at all because <clears throat> I'll admit I haven't purchased this since I've been with Tucker Milling. It's something I'll look for next time I go, but I would assume you just said you know like it, but we made it better. And I'm just rolling to bet on over three years of being with y'all and comparing, probably cheaper, <laughs> less expensive. Oh, uh, that.
3: <laughs> tremendously. Um, yeah, yeah, v- extremely uh, cheaper, in most cases, I would say. Right. Um, you know, and and uh, you, you know, I think because of the way it's priced, I mean, even the a, a fifty-pound bag is going to be. Uh, you know, affordable. Where you know that would be, I, I think, for the other product, you know, well over fifty dollars. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, so it's going to be a lot less than that um, on ours. So yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd encourage people to to try it. Um,
2: yeah, horses, just, cattle, know. horses, cattle, goats, swine, poultry, rabbits, and even deer. If you want to uh, make sure you have healthy yeah. deer, if you're into that, whether you like them, if you like uh, encouraging them to come to your property just for enjoyment or to feed your family, uh, that's that's on there as well. I've never would have dreamed feeding this product um, <coughs> to to deer. Uh, which, by the way, speaking of deer, if you're you know uh, if you're a hunter out there, I know that offends a lot of people, but um, if you want to have ever have the opportunity to try. The, it's the deer draw, right? That, that's the product yeah. that you've got, deer draw. And um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I've used that firsthand <laughs> in the past. And so, just mm-hmm. kind of, we were, I wasn't even going to plan on talking about that at all. But since it said deer here uh, on this product, that reminded me of the the deer draw. And I can remember <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I've let my friends hunt my property the last two years, but the previous three years, I did. And um, getting on some of the hunter forums in the southeastern United States, whether it be G.O.N. or whatever, um, I'm telling you what, man, when that came out and people started using it, it blew up the Internet with that deer draw. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm preaching to the choir because y'all, y'all see that. But I was just like, oh, my gosh, they they weren't kidding. This is like... Uh, crazy crazy stuff that um that's come out and i mean it was it went bonkers that first year or two that it came out um and then everybody started using that deer draw so if you happen to either want to draw them in and the big bucks or whatever for enjoyment picture taking or to feed your family that's something to look at we won't get into that but i just wanted to give that name out there because i know it's a tucker milling uh product but yeah, the starter booster. Yeah, exactly. but that, but let me look here and see if I, it shows me uh, the analysis here. Okay, so so protein on this is twenty five percent. So in this situation, I'm, I'm thinking about our listeners right now, and they're like, okay, well, I do have this, <clears throat> I do have goats, and I do have rabbits, and I may have a horse, or I have cattle, and I've got chickens, um, and you know. I can have this on hand and utilize the instructions on that. But this is this could also be used for again those folks we talked about earlier that still have that mindset of I need to increase protein for my chicks or my chickens, my whatever mm-hmm. in the molt. They could utilize this product because again it's 25% protein, um, and they already have it on hand for other species as well. This is something they could could maybe supplement for during the molt.
3: Yeah and and I think it, it you know it's going to be much more compatible um uh-huh. with their gut than feeding a you know cat food or or something like like we've heard um, Right. and uh you know and, and probably the you know one of the biggest uses is is uh, you know not with poultry but you know for a lot of times horses or or uh-huh. goats or, or other animals where you know you might have an uh one that, that just looks like you know it needs a little more um isn't filled out or you know an older animal that just needs some help um and so we you know we have the starter booster for a little more protein and then we have a ultra glow rice bran product for a little more fat um and uh so you know that's where those can come in handy uh, as well
2: okay perfect I'm going down the list here and seeing everybody knows who's listened to me for any length of time know I'm not an advocate of scratch, um, and so we won't really get into the specifics of the three-way, the five-way, the maintenance, and then, of course, the uh, the conditioner, but that is available to folks, including the non-GMO and the GMO-free scratch uh, if people are more interested in scratch and want to keep it, the non-GMO. (laughs) <laughs> and then, of course, there's the quail and game bird uh, line. You've got starter, grower, and then layer breeder for quail and game bird for folks. Um, I'm I'm going to guess that's probably as far as, you know, all the foods are, are good quality. Because I, I use the 16% and I'm happy with it. Is that line more in line with the show flock uh, uh, level? Or is that, say, more in line with the... Uh, like the sixteen percent layer um, regarding the the game bird or the quail and game bird grower yeah, breeder uh, and starter,
3: yeah, uh, very much in line with the show flock.
2: Um, I could tell so by the, that yeah, quail. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, the quail and game bird that all those formulas are you know ultra premium is what we call them, and so you know we there's um, you know as, as people around the the southeast, you know, there's a lot of quail farms around. And so we were, you know, making bulk feed for several quail farms. And you know, you start out with a few formulas years ago and then um, you know, one guy calls and and hey, can you add you know, 10 more pounds of of uh, you know, something to to this formula and and then somebody else wants to uh, you, you know, add 5 pounds of this and and two pounds of that, and so pretty much we have, you know, thirty different variants. Right, and uh, and it was just getting, you know, very disruptive on uh-huh. on production, um, you know, impacting our efficiency with with uh, you know the length of of our production runs we could do, and so we decided that you know we're just going to have three formulas, but they're going to be the best. Yeah, and. And they're going to be the same for, uh, you know, for in bags for the feed store or for um, commercial farms. And so they're going to, you know, be the absolute best that so we can make them for the the best feed efficiency, the best production. Um, and uh, that's, that's how those came about.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them now, and I'm looking at just the, the – uh, this is the grower later – layer product, but I look at the ingredients and it seems to be, it's probably not real accurate, but it seems to be about twice as long as like a 16% layer feed for my chickens <laughs> as far as the ingredients list on, on that.
3: Um, yeah, that and, well, part
2: of,
3: <clears throat> yeah, part of that is uh, so in, in all of our poultry feed uh, I use a, a probiotic um blend that has five strains of lactic acid bacteria
1: um, right but
3: in the quail and game bird seed we we have a, a vitamin trace mineral premix um that has a different probiotic blend um in addition to the other one and so i I think you end up with it might be more than fifteen um different strains so it it makes the you know the ingredient list uh, pretty long um but at, at the same time, I, you know, uh, that that mix has been in uh, a lot of uh, quail feed, you know, millions of birds over the years, and, uh-huh. and uh, you know anybody who has experience with them knows, you know how how big of a challenge, um, you, you know, you have with with quail. It, it seems like they they always want to get sick and. And mm-hmm. get enteritis and other issues, and so you know that, that those are formulated with that in mind.
2: Yeah, I was like I said when I was looking at that, I was noticing. I'm gonna go back here and look at because I was looking at the 16 percent, and then I'll look at the say the 22 percent and the ingredients. about what you were saying about the, the difference there in the ground coin and then the de-hope soybean meal versus – and then wheat middlings is still in there. Is just third on the list versus first with the 16%. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are talking about that. Well, looking at <coughs> – pardon me, guys. I apologize for that. Um, TuckerMiddling.com, and I can invite everybody to go there. It's very easy to go there and just click on our products and click on flock, and then boom, you've got um, – all of the uh, products available right there you can look and you can even look at the ingredients and I urge you to compare them with what you're buying now and then and then compare the price point uh, and call and if your local dealer doesn't carry it then you can say why not and would you be interested in carrying it and then call Tucker and say, hey, I've got a dealer that might be interested in carrying your product. I'm sure they would appreciate it. But uh, I know that you're in seven or nine states here in the southeast. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's whenever I mention it on my Facebook page, I'll get an array of people that will say, oh, I love Tucker Milling products. And, and again, it's great stuff. And then the price point is amazing because I know <clears throat> I'm probably paying easily. Ten dollars a bag less than other brands locally here that are available to me, even if I go into the ag big box stores that are here in the southeast and look at their mm-hmm. brand of feed i'm <coughs> I'm still looking at maybe six to eight dollars less per bag um with the big box brand um that are that are around around me, so I'm saving money. But yet I'm walking away knowing that I'm getting a great quality product from my livestock here, which we we depend on for a lot of different things. So um, we like it. You heard the story of why we like it and how we got introduced to Tucker Milling. And um, like I said, the first feed company that has sponsored the Chicken Whisperer podcast and and, uh, magazine and everything that we do, our tours, um, that I reached out to them based on the results I saw. They, every other feed um, sponsor I've had basically calls me, waves some money around, says, hey, come tour. We'd like for you to uh, uh, talk about our feed. We'd like to be a sponsor. But that that's no way how or where it happened with Tucker Milling. Um, like I said, many in the office didn't even know who I was on the planet. Um, and then once I reached out to them and said, hey, you know, This is just going to make sense, uh, because this is what I'm seeing, feeding your feed. This is why I was even beginning to feed your feed, feed, is because it was available to me at my local store, because the sponsor I have had a hard time getting their feed to me. So I had no choice but to see what was available to me. I found your feed, and man, I'm loving the results. Let's work together. (laughs) And the rest is history. So I encourage you to, to try it, folks. Uh, you won't be disappointed, especially when you look at your bank statement. Uh, and then when you see the results you're getting with your livestock, and again, across the board, we have the, the rabbits, the goats, the sheep, the hogs, chickens, turkeys. Um, what else have we had here? <laughs> Just uh, you name it. And um But, yeah, definitely check them out, tuckermilling.com. Even at their website, there's a place where you can find a dealer um, by, you know, putting in your zip code or zooming in and taking a look at what's available uh, in your area. Um, And uh, if they're not, then contact them. Tell your dealer to contact them, and then you can contact Tucker. Give them your dealer's name and say, hey, can you call my dealer and see if y'all can work out something where I can get some feed? Because they're literally your – feed dealer may be between two dealers they already service, um, and it would be no problem of them starting uh, an account uh, for you and your flock or your your livestock there. could be a very easy process. It doesn't have to be difficult in a lot of cases, especially if you're in the southeast. So anything else? I think we've covered everything looking at the uh, the website, but it's been a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we covered a lot of product. I know we didn't get quite into the cattle and the horse and the hog and things like that, but I think it carries over based on what what we've talked about with the poultry. And uh, if they have any questions about any of those, then they can call you and ask you about hog or the horse or, or whatever they want. They can get details from that. And go to the website first, guys. There's a lot of information there that may answer your question. If you have any others, you can contact me, and I can get you in touch with the uh, uh, Dr. Gehring, or you can try to call through Tucker to a- ask him any questions you may have about their feed and availability. So if you don't have anything else, I'm, I'm good to go, and we appreciate you coming on today.
3: All right. And, well, uh, just, just wanted to mention really quick, we, we have a lot of people ask, uh, you know, what can I feed my ducks and geese? Oh, okay, and, great. No. Uh, yep, so any feed in the show flock line, the Nature Crest uh, GMO free line, or the quail and game bird line, I, all of those have added uh, extra niacin um, and, and plenty for ducks and geese.
2: Okay, perfect. So the show flock line for ducks and geese, you want to look for that, yep. that, that, or, that product that our nature line. Our nature crest, yep. which is the non-GMO. <clears throat>
1: right. Yep.
2: Or show flock. Okay, and that's going to have that extra niacin for the, for the geese and the ducks. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's great too. People out there probably, I don't do ducks. We've done ducks before and I'll never do ducks again. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole here on today's show, but no, there's no (laughs) ducks on my farm for good reason. (laughs) But those who love ducks, they love their ducks. And uh, I really like John Metzer out at Metzer Farms. If you're looking for some ducks uh, or waterfowl, you need to give John Metzer a call over at Metzer Farms um, because they're the cats meow out there, and he we, we talk and we laugh and we joke and and uh and poke each other about the ducks and not having ducks and things like that but and he knows why <laughs> but uh there are a lot of duck lovers out there, and uh Metro Farms mm-hmm. is the place to go for that. John's a fantastic human being. he is just really really good, so and a great great person so uh Metro Farms, if you're interested in ducks, and then once you get them then you can go and feed the show flock line of the tucker milling feed to them. So we've solved all the all the problems for you, duck lovers out there. Where to get them, and then um, what to uh, what to feed them. So that works out great. Well, Curran, thanks so much for coming on again. We look forward to every month to having yeah. you on because the products and or the the topics are ph- phenomenal, fantastic, and we love the scientific approach. And we will look forward to seeing you next month.
3: All right, thank you for having me.
2: Great, thank you, buddy. Take care. Bye bye.
3: Right, you too. Bye bye.
2: Alrighty, sorry about the occasional cough, uh, it's just, hey, it's, it's the season right and something, fall fall for my allergies is always worse than the spring as I've gotten older in age, I don't know what it is in fall, um, and then also uh, probably had a touch of a cold a few weeks ago, I'm over it, but when I talk a lot, I'll cough a little, I'll start coughing a little bit, but it's mainly only when I talk a lot, that I'll start coughing, it irritates my throat or something. So anyhow, I apologize about that, but great show. Hope you got something out of this. um, And we're going to continue this fall um, bringing our sponsors on and having them talk about what's new, what's what's in line for new technology. When we have Ideal Poultry on, we're going to be talking about possible price increases for for the spring what's driving those the higher feed cost supply cost increase in shipping increase in in boxes and even the uh you know those things in the bottom of the poultry boxes the the kind of those little hay squares um, do they put in there those have gone up and then how they have to order more because they were used to, to get them in you know 12 days now it's taking six weeks to get them so they have to order more to make sure they have them just based on supply and demand all this stuff we're gonna be talking about this fall it's going to be got a great great lineup of shows this fall for you guys so I hope you uh, continue to, uh, to tune in and that's going to be it. And don't forget, subscribe to Chicken Whisperer Magazine.
1: This has been Backyard Poultry with The Chicken Whisperer brought to you by Tucker Milling with your host Andy Schneider. For more information, find us on the web at chickenwhisperer.com, on Facebook by typing in The Chicken Whisperer, on Twitter at Backyard Poultry and on Instagram at The Real Chicken Whisperer.